This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Second to one. Jackson. End zone, likely for the touchdown. Jackson keeps Stanley in front of him. Touchdown, Lamar. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Joe Buck with the call this past Saturday. Lamar Jackson absolutely dominating the Houston Texans en route to a win and a berth in the AFC Championship game where the Ravens will host. Well, yeah, here's your reward. Here's Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs coming to town. Pro sports better Rob Bazzola will join us in just a second, giving us his thoughts on Championship Sunday. Reminder to our live audience, Warren Moon joins us at the top of next hour, coming up in 20 minutes, Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback, and he'll be followed by Joey Kanish. At some point, we actually need to make this a bit on the on the show, which is like like really famous people Kanish is either led into or followed on You Better You Bet. He's like always in that spot. It's very funny. Kanish will join us next hour. Uh, our bets for tonight coming up to close the program as well on a very interesting night, I think, in both the NBA and the National Hockey League. But joining us right now is the aforementioned Rob Bazzola, pro sports better, uh, founder of the sports betting content company, The Hammer, on Twitter at The Hammer HQ, and co-host of the sports betting podcast, Circles Off, on Twitter at Rob Bazzola. My friend, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Nick and Ken, happy championship week in the NFL to you and yours. Yeah, same to you guys as well. Kind of sad that the season is getting towards the end, but once you grind through all the regular season and now in the content business as well, it'll be refreshing when it's all said and done. But uh, really looking forward to this weekend. This is the one weekend a year I get together with like all my childhood friends. We watch the games together, you know, just have a big party on, on Championship Sunday every year. So looking forward to it. Rob, I know, uh, you know, we've had, like several guests on this week, we asked them about both games. It seems like by far, even if it's like one side or another, doesn't have to be the same side of the game. So many more strong opinions about the NFC game and what people want to bet than the AFC game. I'm curious, like we can do the AFC game first. I'm curious if you fall into that category and also kind of like why you think that is. Like I, it surprises me because I would see like Mahomes as an underdog, best team all year, three and a half at home. And I think you'd get like a lot of strong opinions on both sides of the game as opposed to like, well, I don't know. And maybe it's because like both those things are so appealing, but I feel like people would kind of would have a strong opinion. When, like I have a strong opinion on the Chiefs, but I can be wrong. The Ravens are a four-point home favorite. The total is 44 and a half. Do you, do you have see yourself betting this game? And like, why do you think, I'm sure you've seen the same thing. Why do you think everyone's just kind of paralyzed on this one? So I'll start with the second question there first. In terms of the handicap of this game, I think if you took like season-long data or metrics, a lot of people are going to come up with an edge on Baltimore in this game, but they're scared to death of betting against the Kansas City Chiefs and maybe like people that just don't want to bet their numbers or whatever. So Kansas City's like this polarizing team in that they finished the regular season, you know, they struggled to score. We saw the game against the Raiders where it was like the most horrendous performance of Patrick Mahomes' life. 
And now all of a sudden their offense looks viable again and people just don't know what to do in that type of situation. At least that's my my prerogative on the game. I'm not betting much in Kansas City-Baltimore personally. The only slight lean I have here uh, with Joe Tooney looking like he's going to miss the game on the offensive line is towards the under. One thing like with the Ravens, People are citing like this historically high DVOA ranking and how great this team has been all year long. But when we really scale it back and look at the Ravens season, they've played four games this year with Lamar Jackson where they actually played a good defense. And I'll define good defense, but top 10 EPA per play in the league. The rest of the defenses they've they've played have been like on the lower end of the spectrum. Those four games, one of them was 28 to three against the Browns. That was a DTR game. The Ravens had less than 300 total yards of offense. They had two long touchdown drives. They generated 106 total yards in the other 10 drives in that game. The second was the Steelers. They lost 17 to 10. I remember the game like it was yesterday because I bet the Ravens, the Baltimore D played really well. Their offense could not score in that game. They scored a touchdown and a field goal in the first three drives. Then they went fumble, turnover on downs, punt, punt, safety, punt, interception, fumble, turnover on downs. Then they played the Browns later in the year. They won the game 33-31. to 31. Uh, The Browns won that, excuse me. Baltimore went up 14-0. Kyle Hamilton, interception return for a touchdown, and then a scripted TD drive. They went up 14-0. After that, they had one drive that was over 32 yards. They scored a TD on a muffed punt where they started at the Cleveland 10-yard line in that game. And then the final one was the 49ers, where they were 5.4 yards per play in that game. They scored 17 points off turnovers. They started those drives at the San Fran 20, the San Fran 44, the San Fran 9. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Baltimore is just going to score at will in this game. I love the Chiefs defense. I think it's very good. I think Spagnolo is going to have a lot of wrinkles in his game plan for Lamar. On the other side of things, though, the issue is that Patrick Mahomes, when he's blitzed, he performs a lot better. When he's facing five-plus pass rushers, his EPA per play is through the roof. Four or less, it goes down a lot. Baltimore's a low blitz rate team. They can get pressure without having to send extras. I don't think the Chiefs offense is going to look like it has against the uh, Miami Dolphins and uh, how they looked last week as well. So lean to the under here, but God, it's a low total for Mahomes Lamar. And it's like, uh, like, I'm just looking for something at this point. So that's the way I'd play it if I had to. We do. We have some breaking news in the NFL. Ken and I will get into it a little bit later, but just want to read this on the air. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are apparently, per like all the insiders are tweeting, uh, going to hire Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris as their next head coach. Morris, the one-time head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. About a decade ago, it looks like he'll get a second crack at being an NFL head coach, now at the Atlanta Falcons. And one would think this means that Bill Belichick will not be a head coach in the National Football League now this season. Ken and I will read react to this news coming up next hour on the show, but Raheem Morris expected to be named the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Nick and Ken, you better you bet here on a Thursday, talking Championship Sunday with pro sports better Rob Pozzola on Twitter at Rob Pozzola. Rob, we'll move to the second game in a second. This is not meant to be like a gotcha question here, but I'm legitimately curious. The way you broke that down and your case for the under, just like listening to you talk, it sounds like you like the Chiefs in the game. Why don't you bet Kansas City getting the three and a half or the four? I, I don't love the Chiefs in the game. Um, my, listen, my number on the game leans slightly towards Kansas City. 
I think that they're, I don't know that I have the right read on either of these teams. And like, I attach a confidence level to every single output that I have in terms of a number. This one is low for me because the Chiefs have shown a very wide range of what they can be so far this season. Uh, I, there's lots of scenarios here where the Chiefs just get, like, this could be Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl from a few years back, where one team dominates the line of scrimmage and the other team has no answer for it. That's within the range of outcomes. So, I mean, if you forced me, you said, Rob, you got to pick the game, I would take the Chiefs. But personally, I, I just don't see this as a valuable enough number to bet Kansas City. Makes makes a lot of sense. I, I'm i still going to bet Kansas City. In the, I got to be honest, I listen to your answer and I go... Well, now I'm not. Now I'm not turning back at all. Now I'm really. And I'm going to. i use that Baltimore. That Baltimore offense, like the defenses they faced this year, it's like a really smart idea for just like kind of a filter to just like expect what are, what are we going to get in this game? Uh, NFC game, Rob. A lot of Niners love so far on the show today from the guests that we've had on. To be fair, there was a lot of Niners love in the market. Got bet from seven to seven and a half. Um, in some places, now we're kind of between the two numbers. Maybe that's because Debo is going to play. Maybe it's because people just like the Niners in the game anyway. Fifty-one and a half the total. Uh, we got plenty of time left. What do you like in the NFC game? Sounded before we came on, maybe you had a stronger opinion on this one. Yeah, I do. There's something I like in this game, uh, and that's the San Francisco team total over. That's the most confident look I have for this game. We could start on the, the Detroit side of the ball. I know a lot of people are very focused on uh, the way that the Lions tend to attack the middle of the field on offense, right? That's been brought up a lot this year. Jared Goff's uh, percentage of outside pass attempts is 38.6%. That's the lowest mark in the entire league. And that's typically where you'd beat the 49ers is on the outside. If you look at the 49ers EPA per play, success rates on defense defending the middle of the field, they are by far the best in the league. It's not even remotely close. On top of that, Jared Goff doesn't operate in shotgun all that much relative to other quarterbacks in the NFL. They run a lot of single back formations, the Detroit Lions, which the 49ers have a very strong EPA and success rate against that type of offense as well. So now it comes down to can Ben Johnson change this offense up enough over the course of a week where they can attack the 49ers weaknesses? I don't actually know the answer to that. Typically speaking, he is a very good coordinator at coming up with game plans that target the weaknesses of the opposing defenses but I don't want to bet that like whether that's going to happen or not I'm just confident that San Francisco is going to score points and whether that's Debo playing or not like Debo is very much trending towards playing right now but I think people really overstate the impact that he has on this team I've seen all the EPA splits from this year here's Debo on the field versus off the field well guess what when he wasn't there neither was Trent Williams this year who's also happens to be like one of the best left tackles in the history of the NFL that kind of has an impact as well on top of that Brock Purdy's wide receiver target share this year 52 and a half percent that's like five percent lower than league average they have other weapons that they can use outside of Debo Samuel the thing for me is that I think Detroit's defense is extremely overrated and like I know nobody says the Lions defense is good like that's not a thing but I think in the minds of people they're just not that bad and I'd argue that they are that bad What's happened in the last five or six weeks here in the NFL is that the Lions defense has really capitalized off of turnovers. But outside of that, they're just giving up way too much. Uh, yards per attempt to Baker, Matthew Stafford, Nick Mullins, two games, Dak Prescott, even Russell Wilson in the game prior to that, through the roof. Early down pass rate success for those teams, pretty high across the board, averaging 50% early down pass rate success against the Lions in six games. 
that's very predictive of offense going forwards, not the third down stuff and the turnover stuff that's happening. So we look at San Fran last week. They struggled quite a bit. I mean, how much of it was Brock Purdy in, in the moment, not knowing how to, you know, that experience is seventh round pick, doesn't have a ton of playoff experience. How much of it was the rain? I honestly watched the game. I think a lot of it had to do with the rain and him just not being all that comfortable in that offense with the rain. And the final point I'll make with the Detroit defense, they missed 124 tackles this season. That was the fifth most in the league. That's a recipe for disaster against the 49ers. The 49ers have 6.6 pass yards after completion this year. That's tops in the NFL by a mile. If you can't tackle, you're not going to beat the Niners. They're just very good in open space. So I think San Fran is going to score in this game. There's likelihood, like possibility that Detroit keeps up. I just don't want to bet the spread when I'm just more confident in one team's ability to move the ball, and I don't know what's going to happen with the other team. So that's the way I'm looking at it, 49ers team total over. San Francisco's team total over at BetMGM, 29 and a half. Rob, we appreciate it, brother. Wishing you the best of luck this weekend. And the next time we have you on the show, we'll be talking Super Bowl 58. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the time with your childhood friends. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Good luck this week. Our pal pro sports better Rob Pizzola joining us here on You Better You Bet. Coming up next hour, we will get to the Falcons hiring Raheem Morris as their new head coach. The betting takes there. Plus, we'll be joined by Joey Kanish. But coming up next, Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Moon joins Nick and Ken. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.